Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Connor. Hey, Brittany. So today is an exciting episode because you, Connor, have a new book out for teens that I am super excited to talk about because if you knew me as a teenager, you'd probably know that I needed this book <laughs> so much. And it I was- wrote it for you, Brittany, for the, the teenage Brittany. <laughs> for past Brittany. Oh, dear. She needed lots of help. So if you haven't heard about the book already, I love the title. It's How to Not Suck at Life, 89 Tips for Teens. It is. It's out now, I believe. Yes, it is out. It is. We'll put a link to it. It is ready for you guys to to read. So, Connor, I thought it would be fun today to talk a little bit about this book. We won't go over all your 89 tips, obviously, but let's let's talk about your book. Let's get our readers excited. Well, I am first going to share a, 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 a what would this be? An admission uh, to all of our listeners right now. I've never told anyone this except for my wife. And I just thought of this. I'm like, oh, this will be fun to share on the podcast. So I get done writing this book and I have my editor look it over and then another editor and we're kind of going through it. Right. And I send it off to the printer <laughs> and we get it back and I approve it. So then we print all the books and then I'm, re- I'm flipping through the book and I'm like, are there really 89 in here? <laughs> there are 88 tips oh in the goodness. book. <laughs> That's so funny. I think I counted the introduction as one of the tips or something when I was going through. So it's funny that the title is misleading, but now you guys know the little Easter egg is that, I don't know, maybe there's a bonus tip. Maybe I was going to say, that's, it's, yeah, it's you have to find it. That's the whole point. Yeah, exactly. So if maybe you find like it. First, first letter on each page and, you know, you tie it all together. That would have been. Fun. I was going to say, if, if listeners find it, comment, you know, on the podcast comments. and. Uh... Oh, boy. All right. Well, why did I do this? It's because with this Tuttle Twins stuff, We've been hearing from parents for like years now about the challenges they've been working on with their kids, what their kids are going through, right? And one of the biggest things is that teens don't have a lot of good mentors. There's not a lot of good uh, people to look up to in our society today. If anything, the popular influencers on social media and all these people are just mind-numbing idiots. And I mean that with respect. You know, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but but they're basically morons. These are people who are not worth looking up to. And yet it's who is, you know, considered popular and who a lot of kids look up to today. And so hearing from the parents over time who are kind of nervous about like, you know, where are the role models that my kid can look up to and and not seeing a lot. And so at one point I was actually toying with the idea of launching a little mentorship business for like teens and young adults and just doing some, you know, mentorship on the side. And, and, you know, then I was like, well, but then number one, I'm like crazy busy and my wife will kill me if I take on another project. And number two, you know, that I don't want to limit myself just to like the three or five or 10 or however many people that I can specifically help. What's a way that I can, you know, help even more people. So that's the idea behind this book is I wanted to take some time, think through some of the, the advice I would be giving and talking to young people about, and so I kind of came up with the list and then, um, and then, so the way it works in the book is every tip is two pages. I wanted to keep this so short, you know, cause people's attention spans are short and you know, there's a lot of stuff to read and whatever. And so I didn't want this to be like a crazy long book where every tip is like this 10 page thing. I wanted to get short, sweet to the point, plant a little bit of a seed because I felt like um, if, you know, I plant this seed and a teenager or whoever is reading this book, let's say they're, um, let's say they're reading the chapter called fail forward. And it's all about how failure is a good thing. Failure is information. 
right? Fail, when you fail, you're, you're actually gathering information which can help you as you make decisions moving forward. So this concept of fail forward is, is when you fail, you shouldn't be stuck and stop, right? You just keep moving forward and failure can just help you, you know, pivot and whatever. And so there's some interesting, you know, other stories and advice in there, but that's the concept. Okay, so, so you're a kid, you're a teenager reading that book, reading that little chapter, right? If you come across this idea, my goal isn't that like reading two pages is going to change your life and solve every problem. It's that it's going to introduce you to an idea that may be new to you or a new concept and that you can go do your own research on. I mean, literally you could just go to Google and, and Google fail forward and find, you know, dozens of other people talking about the same concept in a different way. You'll find YouTube videos with, you know, coaches and speakers and people talking about the concept. And, and, and so my thinking was, if I can just plant some seeds and expose young people to some important ideas, then my work is solved because they can then go off and, you know, Google and, and find all kinds of people uh, saying more about that topic. I wanted to be the source just to kind of expose them to those early ideas. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. So, so you've kind of, you know, seen what's in the book. Tell me, yes. Brittany, like one or two ideas that stood out to you. Maybe we can talk about. Yeah. So this one is my favorite and this is just kind of a personal, a personal thing that I, I care about. And I'm seeing a lot of my, like I have a lot of nieces and nephews who are teenagers right now. Um, mm -hmm. So don't be woke. <laughs> so that was the one that stood out to me. Connor, what does that mean? What does being woke mean? I oh man. It, it, I, this is such a problem right now. I think woke, woke <laughs> is this idea that you should conform your behavior to the expectations of other people. Like right now it has a different flavor, this woke angle of like, oh, well, I'm enlightened because, you know, I have these, what, what Tom Woods call, would call the, the three by five card of allowable opinion, <laughs> right? Like my opinions are the politically correct ones and therefore I'm correct. And all you, you know, idiots out there are totally wrong and should be removed from society. And so that's kind of this, this idea of wokeism, um, where, you know, oh, well, like all the tried and true principles from the founding fathers and all these great thinkers, they're all wrong because they were white. And so they were part of the patriarchy and, you know, white supremacy. And we should just discard all their ideas because, you know, they weren't people of color and they weren't from minority oppressed classes. Right? And it was like, it's just like this, this idiotic approach where you just like, like, oh, sorry, we're just going to discard all those things because, you know, we don't like this one characteristic. And, and more to the point, it's, it's that teens and young adults who are kind of woke is they're, they're wanting to fit in. They're wanting to be part of this like herd mentality. And so they're not questioning. They're not thinking critically. They're not investigating things for themselves. They're adopting ideas just because other people, you know, state that those are the correct ideas or the, the proper ideas. And so, you know, that way leads to destruction. I mean, even just of your own identity, you're, yeah. you're giving up, you know, your own uh, personal standing and, and ethics and morality, your, your own opinions to, to the group of some, you know, someone other group. And, and look like, you know, people who consider themselves woke, they're not wrong about every single thing always and forever, yeah. but, but it's more this question of rather than, than being part of the herd mentality and following other people, right? You need to be your own person. And sometimes you're going to agree with people in that type of group. Sometimes you're going to disagree with them. What's important is that you stand firm on who you are. You develop your own identity. You do your own homework. And, and sometimes you'll agree and disagree, but don't, don't follow the, the groupthink mentality because that's, I think, a big problem. Absolutely. So let's talk. I was looking over a few of the other ones. I like are trying to think about it. One thing I really, really liked because gratitude is a big deal for me is you talked about writing thank you notes. 
how can that help some teens? <laughs> this is one I didn't learn until after college. You know, it's funny when I when we grew up, Brittany, probably even me earlier on, like getting an email, like we all got mail, but then getting an email was like this special thing. Oh my goodness, you know? yes. I remember using America Online, right? The little chime. You've got mail. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Were you just doing the modem sound yep. when it was <laughs> And so, you know, again, kids, sorry, you didn't, you didn't get to live through the, the awesome nineties uh, and two thousands, <laughs> but, uh, but no, getting an email was like the new exciting thing. And now I think it's the reverse. Everyone just gets like gobs of email and hardly gets any mail. And so what we've really lost, I think, is the personal touch. And so this chapter isn't so much, I mean, it is about gratitude, but it's also about standing out. It's about like, if you want to be influential, if you want to develop relationships with people, right, you want, you want to just do that extra amount that sets you apart from other people. You want to be noticed. You want to do genuine, like, and don't do it just because you want to be noticed, but you're, you're trying to act in a way that will kind of level you up in life. And so if you want to stand out from the, the regular masses that, you know, are just doing the bare minimum, they're not sending thank you notes. Maybe they'll shoot an email or a text, right? You know, I've even, instead of a thank you note, sometimes I'll send a thank you video. Uh, oh, so like, I'll, I'll, that I'll sounds text. very like Gen Z. I feel like the, the teens yeah. out there would like that. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll do it on uh, what's that app I use Marco Polo. If they have Marco oh Polo. yeah. My family uses that. Or I'll just even text a video. I'll just record myself for like 30 seconds. And as if I was talking to them, I'll just, you know, record a video and shoot it over. Um, but, but also handwritten notes, I think are really important just because it's, what, what is it showing? It's showing the other person that you took some time. Everyone knows that, you know, sending an email takes you 15 seconds. There's no indication there that, you know, a quick little thank you note took any time. Um, but when you're going to the effort of writing on a note and putting a stamp on it and putting in the envelope, putting the mail, it's just, it may feel old fashioned, but what it's really doing is it's showing the other person that you care, right? Because the way you show people you care is with time. It's not money. It's not buying them things. Right. It's not even saying things because you can say things disingenuously or, or you can kind of be deceiving. But when you give someone your time, which is your most valuable resource, your scarce resource, because you're never getting time back, that is such a great way to show people that you care. And so, look, if, if you live near them, go, you know, visit with them for an hour or whatever. Right. Like just last night, we took my great my, my grandma out to dinner and uh, and she loved it. Like that was very meaningful her for her because. Uh, because we took the time and, and so she felt loved and, and acknowledged and, and really, really loved it. And so we can do the same thing with thank you notes, even if you don't live near the person or whatever, you know, and even if you live next to them, the, the act of writing a thank you note is so different than normal for a lot of people that even if you see the person on a regular basis, still taking the time to stand out, do something to say, I noticed you, I th I'm thankful for you. Thank you very much. Right. That can really help set you apart from other people and show the other person that you care. You know, my best friend lived just a couple blocks away from me before she got married and moved away, but she would send me postcards and, and thank you notes in the mail. And even though I saw her almost every day, it was so lovely to get that in the mail because, again, we get so many emails. We don't get these physical, you know, pieces of sure. paper. So it was it was wonderful. In fact, she and I both have a wax seal stamp to seal envelopes oh, cool. where you like put your initials in and we'd send mail to each other across the city. It was fun. So another one that I really like, because this is the advice, I think, of all the advice in the book that I wish somebody had told me when I was young, and that is, no one owes you anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This one was fun to write because I, I think what this boils down to is entitlement mentality. In other words, people who have a mindset or a mentality 
that they feel entitled to something, entitled to a $15 minimum wage or free college or free healthcare or you know cheap products or whatever it is, when you have an entitlement mentality, you feel like other people are obligated to do something on your behalf. And so the, the real way to level up in life, I feel like in, in this context or for this idea is to realize that no one owes you anything. Like you, you are your own person. You should create your own future. You shouldn't go around expecting other people to do things for you. If anything, you should be unexpectedly doing things for them. And I talk about this elsewhere in the book, but when you create value for other people, right, it's going to be reciprocated and maybe not directly like, Hey dude, I, I pulled weeds for you without asking, or I, I, you know, left you a really nice review or I, you know, brought you this gift because I was thinking of you when I was on vacation. It doesn't mean that person immediately is going to reciprocate and do something of equal value, but that person might later do it. Or that person may know someone else who they tell that to, and then that person does something for you. Or it may just be other people, right? When you create a life and a, a personality where you are creating value for other people, people will want to feel like uh, they will naturally feel like they should do things for you. It's a very interesting mindset way of creating this, this rule of reciprocity that people feel like they want to give back to people who are givers. And so the same it's thing- It's another when, chapter in the book, I believe, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. In fact, I cover this in like two or three different ways in the, in the book because it's you know so relevant to especially teens because it's so easy as a teenager, like your parents have been taking care of you, right? And, and they give you maybe an allowance or they buy your clothes or maybe they got you a car or whatever it is. And so it's very easy when you grow up and your your needs and even your wants are being taken care of by others, it's easy to fall into that trap of feeling like other people who aren't your parents should similarly provide for you. And so in the teenage years where you're transitioning from a child to an adult, you have to start to break out of that mindset. And, and the most successful teenagers I've ever seen are the ones who are out working. Maybe they have even a second job. They're starting a little business on the side. They're trying to pay for all their own stuff. And it's not like they're helping mom and dad with the mortgage. They're not, you know, doing, you know, doing those types of things. But for all of their own bills, all the things they want, right, as soon as possible, they are figuring out how to provide for themselves. They become the very successful adults because they figured out that, look, like, yes, I have this safety net, if you will, right now of my parents who are kind of taking <laughs> care of my basic needs. But beyond that, I'm going to go out and I'm going to go get them. I'm going to, you know, no one owes me anything. I'm going to go out and create you know, my own destiny. So all of these ideas put together, it's, it's funny, Brittany, when I was working on this, I was sharing it online on Facebook and stuff. Hey, hey guys, here's kind of the chapter list. And I had so many parents who were like, oh, I need that for myself. You know, like. That's and, what I was thinking. Right. And so, you know, it, it was fun to work on. In fact, Amazon bought all of our copies, sold out. We you know, were out of stock for weeks. Um, still trying to, you know, play catch up with them. It was number, it was number one on all of Amazon for like one what? hour before someone else beat us. And so, like, I think it just kind of blew up, and then it's just had a, a bit of attention since then. So, really fun book to work on. I hope for the listeners out there, it's really helpful to those of you who pick it up. We'll link to it in the show notes page, tuttletwins.com/podcast, or you can just go to Amazon check it out. How to Not Suck at Life, 89 Tips for Teens. And because you're listening, you know it's actually 88 Tips for Teens. So <laughs> maybe I'll create like a second edition down the road. <laughs> this time, really 89 Tips for Teens. <laughs> I really mean it. So anyways, thanks for setting this up, Brittany. It's a fun conversation because this is a, pro this is, um, a project I've particularly been excited about because I've heard from so many families, as I said, over the years who feel like this is kind of 
like a void, right, of, of, of material that can help teens really try and level up. So hopefully it's helpful to some of you. Brittany, thanks for talking. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.